0: By the word of the Lord, a man of God came from Judah to Bethel as Jeroboam was standing by the altar to make an offering. 1 Kings 13.1 Dear God, thank you for reminding us today that we don't have to be perfect or famous to do great things for your kingdom. We don't need a name that everyone knows. We just need a heart that is true to you. Help us to follow you today and show our love to you through obedience. We are all yours, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world. Cultivate curiosity and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more. All with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com slash blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. The sin of King Jeroboam. In our last story, we learned how Solomon's kingdom was split with 10 tribes in the north and two tribes in the south. In this story... We will learn about Jeroboam's sin as inspired by First Kings.
0: Hi, it's Joya Sadler. Thanks for jumping in for the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today we meet a man with no name, kind of, and learn some lessons about the type of person God can use to do great things. Let's listen in. Jeroboam
1: was the king of Israel. He wanted his people to worship in the kingdom of Israel instead of going to Jerusalem to offer sacrifices. He was worried that his people would give their loyalty to Rehoboam, the king of Judah. He was afraid that they would kill him and rejoin the kingdom of Judah because they were so loyal to the family of David. This was a big problem for King Jeroboam. He asked for advice because he did not know what to do. He decided to make two golden calves for his people to worship. He said to his people, Don't go to Jerusalem to worship. You can worship right here. Here are the gods who rescued you from Egypt. He put one calf in a town called Bethel and the other in a town called Dan. This became a sin because people came to worship the one at Bethel and went as far as Dan to worship the other. King Jeroboam built places for the people to worship these idols and let anyone become a priest. Then he decided to make a festival just like the one in Judah. Now his people would not go to Jerusalem to celebrate. They could celebrate in Bethel and Dan. At the festival, King Jeroboam was standing by the altar that he built for the golden calves, when a man of God came from Judah to Bethel. The man of God shouted, Altar! Altar! This is what the Lord says to you. A son will be born in the family of David, and his name will be Josiah. On you he will sacrifice the priests who make offerings here. Then the man of God gave the people a sign from God. He said, This is the sign that the Lord gave me. The altar will split apart, and the ashes will be poured on the ground. King Jeroboam did not like what he heard, so he reached out his hand and yelled for the man to be stopped. When he did this, his hand got stuck, and he could not move it. The altar split apart, and the ashes were poured out on the ground. King Jeroboam begged the man of God to pray to the Lord and ask God to heal his arm. So the man of God prayed, and his arm was healed. The man of God was invited to come to King Jeroboam's palace to eat and drink and to receive a gift. But the man of God did not go with King Jeroboam because the Lord told him that he should not eat or drink while he was there. So the man of God left, and went a different way. Even after all of this, King Jeroboam did not change his ways. He kept allowing many kinds of people to become priests and continued to encourage his people to worship the golden calves. Because of this sin, King Jeroboam's kingdom was destroyed.
0: Sounds like Jeroboam, or JB for short, was getting a little jealous of Rehoboam, or RB. You see, the kingdom RB ruled, called Judah, was where Jerusalem was. And if you remember, that's where God's temple was. God had commanded his people to worship him in his temple in special ways throughout the year. But J.B. didn't like the idea of all his people traveling south to R.B.'s kingdom in order to worship God. They might decide they liked R.B. and his kingdom better. So he decided to start doing things his own way. He stopped listening to God and started making idols his people could worship in their kingdom. Jealousy is a very dangerous thing, isn't it? It's so easy to see someone that has what you want or gets more attention than you and feel angry inside. Why can't I have that? Why don't people like me that way? Sometimes it gets so bad that we don't want anything good to happen to whomever we're jealous of, and that is not a very good place to be. If you have someone in mind right now that you sometimes feel jealous of, I'll give you a little tip that helps a lot. Pray for them. Ask God to change your attitude and heart towards that person. It's almost impossible to not like someone that you pray for. Ask God to protect them and see if it makes a difference. When you let go of your jealousy and God changes your heart, you're free to live for him And when good things happen to others, that's just fine with you. Someone else's success is not your failure. There's room in this world for all of us to be able to follow God and live the life that he has for us. Someone else's success is not your failure. Okay, so next time we heard about a man of God that came from Judah to Bethel to give JB an important message. Why do you think the Bible leaves out his name? We're not sure, but what if I told you that we can even learn something from that? Here it is. You don't have to be famous with a name everyone knows to make a big difference for God. It's true. You don't have to be the smartest, strongest, prettiest, or coolest. You don't have to be popular or famous to do something great for God. God loves you, and he thinks you are fantastic. I bet right now, somewhere out there, someone is listening to this podcast today who is going to serve God in a huge way. In fact, God invites all of us to serve him in a huge way. It's up to us to obey and say yes. God is getting you ready for that big something. You don't need to worry about people knowing you, winning big awards, or being the best at everything. All you need to do is to get to know God more and more. Spend time with him, and let His Holy Spirit make you into exactly who He wants you to be. Whenever you know God, you know everyone you're supposed to know because God knows everyone, and He can introduce us, have us become friends with, have us in the same class with, anybody, whenever it's in His timing. We're only one degree away from knowing Everyone. So sit back and let him use you to make his kingdom great. After this man of God told JB about a boy named Josiah and a special sign from God, things got interesting. But even after JB saw the sign from God with his own eyes and his arm froze in midair, he continued disobeying God and worshiping idols. So, just as God said would happen, his kingdom was destroyed. And we know why. Because when God says something is going to happen, you can count on it. JB chose to go his own way instead of God's way. And once again, that never works out too well. I wonder if these Israelites will ever learn. The truth is the same goes for us most days. Thanks for listening today. Next time, the man with no name is back. But this time, he's meeting a lion and a donkey in the street. And it's not good. Be sure to come back to hear all about it. And here we go. The Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you. And it's all true. If this podcast brought you joy and seems like a valuable tool for kids and parents alike, don't hesitate to share it with someone you care about. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today.